0: Fish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air.
1: Hour number two of Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by In Northwest Arkansas, I'm Randy Rainwater from Central Arkansas. In a moment, we'll be joined by Trey Biddy of hogsports.com, being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company. But first, let's talk with my man from Saracen, Neil Atkinson. Neil, good afternoon. The madness is about to begin.
2: We've got opening day. We've got the uh, final four this weekend with the finals on Monday. You got the NIT finals tonight. You got NCAA baseball conference series, uh, even some SEC action tonight. And of course, we're looking forward to the uh, Arkansas Alabama series this weekend, bouncing back off of the uh, great win they had against uh, Nebraska Omaha. So we've got that. We're going to try to get some props up for those games this weekend for you, too. Just a lot going on. Even got Bolero Open uh, going on in golf. Uh, seeing a lot of activity. People are betting while the game is going on. We've got some new in-play markets that move as it goes uh, as, as far as picking the winner uh, while the game is in play. That's something new we just added today also. So, anyway, looking forward to it. Flash bets for baseball, not quite ready. Didn't pass my test this morning. I got a few more tweaks that I'm going to have them do on that. because I just don't want to release that product uh, for baseball unless it's absolutely right. And uh, so that's the update on that. And uh, big weekend in sports all the way around, especially if you're a baseball or a basketball fan. You've got a huge menu to bet from this weekend and a lot of content.
1: A lot of content. You'll find it at betsarison.com. Go online, get the app Bet Saracen. Neil, look forward to talking with you tomorrow. That's Neil Atkinson by way of Saracen Bet Sarison. And, oh, by the way, if you take a quick look at the Miami-Connecticut uh, game, the over-under, 148.5, yet on the Florida Atlantic-San Diego State, the over-under is 131.5. So one game is expected to be high scoring; the other game may be a defensive struggle, something worth checking out.
0: Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501 562 2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey.
3: There is practice today, but I. He should
1: be past the uh, viewing period, I believe. Okay, I don't have anything by way of text. You guys. Oh, there he is. Well, I've got him on the wrong (laughs) one. No wonder. That's right. Hit the right button. Right? Oh, wait a minute, Trey. I got to do that again. Never mind. Start okay. over again.
0: Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service 501 562 2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. I was so proud of myself a day ago,
1: <laughs> Trey. I got all this stuff right. I mean, this is like riding a bicycle, getting back behind this board, and then today I flunked. Ugh, I don't like that. But
4: anyway. <laughs> and I hustled. I hustled home and made sure I got here just in time, right after practice. But uh, yeah, and what did you see at practice today, Trey? Well, it was. Uh, it's wet weather's nice out there. It's overcast and like 67, so that's good. But they were in uh, just shells, or not shells, but uh, spiders today. Uh, so, no hard pads, no hard hitting or anything like that. They did do some team periods today. Uh, obviously, they're getting geared up for uh, the scrimmage on Saturday. Uh, LaDarius Bishop out there doing more than I've ever seen him done in I don't know how long, uh, but he was out there, um, you know, in coverage, doing stuff in team. Uh, so, that's certainly encouraging to see. Uh, 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 Brady Latham, who we're going to talk to later today around six. Uh, Brady Latham was working at right tackle So I think my first question For him is wh- you can't snap Because I, we've seen him work Everywhere else <laughs> except for center uh, But he's working over on the right side Today uh, they had uh, Devon Manuel working with the first team At left tackle I, I believe Takias Crawford was uh, No I think it was 78 I think it was Joshua Brahms as a starting right guard today so they're Continuing to mix things up there um, Everything else has been Pretty consistent now uh, Cam Ball wasn't out there today. Uh, they had uh, Eric Gregory back in there, so that's good because Gregory has been moving a little bit slower than they wanted since he's coming off that knee injury he had late in the season. Um, but he was back out there uh, in full today. Obviously, Torian and Carter's back with the team there, too. So um, anything else stand out? It's hard to say much stand out when they're not in, you know, nothing's new, I would say, aside from like a few. Things trying to you know trying some things out on the offensive line. So,
1: Trey, one thing we have not talked about in a while, and it may not be where you can even uh, give a opinion at this point, only until maybe the fall. But that is team speed. What are you seeing? And this has been something I, I know that Coach Pittman. Really, it began back under Morse, but I don't think he did a very good job of addressing that. But nevertheless, uh, what are you seeing as the overall team speed of this year's version of the 2023 Arkansas Razorback football team?
4: Well, they've got plenty of speed in the backfield with A.J. and Rocket and Rashad DeBinion. And then they've got Isaiah Augustava coming in. Uh, obviously, at quarterback, you got K.J. Jefferson. So you got some speed there at that starting spot a wide receiver I think maybe is still a little bit to be determined uh, losing matt Landers that guy could really run obviously we saw him test at a four three seven in the forty and we know just from the production that he had last year that he could really run um, you know hazelwood's not slow by any means he's a four five guy four four seven yesterday uh, but you know that you should be able to easily go out and get four or five receivers um, I don't know. Tyrone Broden's pretty fast. Now, he, again, wasn't out there today, uh, but he was, you know, he was faster than I remembered, or not remembered, but thought he would be just from watching his video. Um, You know, Andrew Armstrong, I think he's got some good speed. We know Isaiah Satania is uh, extremely fast, and Bryce Stevens. Um, You know, if you look at the edge guys, I don't know that you have the same speed you had with. You know, Drew Sanders, when you drop him down to the line, um, you know, Jordan Dominic, I don't know if you have that, but it you, you seems like maybe you're a little bit bulkier at defensive end. Maybe some guys that maybe don't rely on speed as much as, you know, overpowering somebody. Uh, Jeff Goat goes 6'4, 280. Um, you know, Antonio Greer, I think, I think the linebackers have got some good speed. Uh, I, I, you know, the thing that would concern me about linebacker. I've said before, is just the. The inexperience overall. I do think it's a good group from a talent perspective. Um, So, and I and I think they move well. I think they move sideline to sideline well. Uh, Obviously, you've got um, some good speed back at corner with McAdoo and, Lorando Johnson joining the fold. James Singletary. I'd like to think that he's probably pretty fast. If he's a five star, McLaughlin. So I don't know. It's it's they've got some fast guys, obviously. And I was kind of thinking about that. You know, the roster today because um, I remember last year feeling like this is about as good a looking team as I've ever seen at Arkansas. And the difference was everybody else was probably feeling the same way because you're filling so many spots in with the transfer portal. I mean, they had, I think, nine scholarship players come in last year on transfer, and they all played major roles. And if they hadn't played major roles and you weren't able to get those transfers, you would be relying on freshmen, true freshmen in those spots. So that's why I think that Arkansas just looked as about as complete a team as they had. Now, they had so, a lot of injuries in the secondary. made them look a lot more incomplete throughout the year. But, uh, you know, this time last year and then in fall camp, it was. A, I, I thought that was like physically the best-looking Razorback team that, that I'd ever seen. Um, but, again, Ole Miss also was able to do the same thing. Mississippi State was able to do that. Mm-hmm. So everybody was able to upgrade, you know, across the board. Um do I feel like they look as good as they did last year physically maybe not quite yet last year they didn't have I don't think they were down as many scholarship guys you know they just have seventy seven scholarship guys heading into next year and a lot of them still aren't here. let's see um, what eight nine of them still aren't here uh, and then they have spots to fill in addition to that um, you know they have eight they have eight spots to fill plus nine guys aren't here who are on scholarship so uh, but it's still you know. It's kind of, I guess, maybe taking some getting used to because you're just able to to bring guys in the way you, you want to now with the transfer portal. But uh, I think uh, overall they're probably going to be pretty decent speed-wise.
1: Shifting gears for just a moment uh, away from football to basketball, great news today with uh, Trevor Brazil. As expected, Nick Smith Jr. has opted uh, to head to the NBA. Um would you take a guess who you think might be next to make
4: an announcement? Yeah, I mean, I could see guys like testing the waters. I could see Devo, you know, seeing where, what people think of him, council, those things. But I think those are probably, um, you know, I don't think Devo will end up um, declaring or anything like that. Uh, I think he'll return to Arkansas. Council, I think, is the guy that you probably have to watch one way or the other. Um, I think that there's. Probably a likelihood that he will you know see what the future holds for him some, you know on the professional ranks. Um, I, th- I think that's probably where I would guess what he would do, but he would probably be the guy to keep an eye on. Um, you know it wouldn't surprise me if we heard some news on Arkansas getting an addition soon and um, maybe a guy entering the portal soon. I think that'll probably happen here in the in the coming days as it's you know it's happening around the country and it hasn't happened in Arkansas yet so uh, I think that'll that'll probably happen sometime soon but really to me like the guy you're you're watching is is Ricky Council
1: Do you believe there could be some behind the scenes activity with the NIL just as it was last year. I've used this now at least three, if not more times, and I may use it again. Who knows? But uh, how Kentucky was able to sway Oscar Shibway, uh to stay for another year to the, to the tune of $2 million in NIL deals, not suggesting that $2 million it's going to take to keep Devo or someone else, Ricky Council, but could you see the NIL becoming maybe a factor in a couple of these guys that's right there on the edge?
4: Definitely. I mean, I definitely think that's a possibility. Uh, you know, Sheboy was player of the year, you know, and, and wasn't necessarily viewed like having a super high draft stock. No, at, still at doesn't. Time. Yeah, so I think that that definitely played a role in, in him returning to Kentucky. Um, you know, with council – You're always, you know, the NBA drafts on potential, and the older you get, the less potential you're deemed to have. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, it feels like Musselman has always kind of, I don't know about encouraged, but you know, he's looking out for the best interests of his players. And I don't know, I kind of, I don't know that counsel unless he just completely reworks his shooting mechanics. uh, I don't know that he's going to you know, produce something different than what he did this year. Um, So I I think, I kind of think that he'll probably end up going just, you know, like there've been other players that we've kind of had this same thought process on, like, you know, they could return, uh, will they return, you know, um, and they almost always don't return. Like if they're an older player, even if they have a little bit of eligibility left, whether it's a year or whatnot, I think council actually has two of the COVID year, um we uh, it, it feels like almost always 100% of the time they end up going unless they have a reason to come back like Trevon Brazil obviously has a reason to come back since he was injured uh, but it always seems like they go
1: i wouldn't be surprised if Ricky Council remains in arkansas but i wouldn't be surprised if Ricky Council opted to go if nothing else to give it get a shot to play overseas because as you, his his legs his his uh, leaping ability his his athleticism is gonna make him attractive to a certain degree but then as you mentioned there's also some areas of his game that's uh, that's gonna hurt him as well and one of those is inconsistent shooting. okay, I'll switch back uh, to football wanted to ask you about that real quick uh, concerning special teams. Are you seeing much, if any, of that so far? I know you talked the other day about the punting situation, how inconsistent that was. Are you seeing anything right now from the special teams?
4: Yeah, they worked on kickoff and kickoff return. I have no idea why they did that, but they spent 10 minutes today, um, two periods total, I guess, working on special teams. I just I can't think of a bigger waste of time than working on kickoff team right now. Scott Count, uh, Scott Fountain. They wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> I guess make him feel included. I don't know. Make him feel happy. I, like, I can understand working on punt team, working on field goal, extra point, but uh, I just I can't for the life of me understand why you <laughs> dedicate any time to kickoff team right now. I mean, it's I don't know. It's not, and you know they're just lining up. They're they're not like racing downfield and and coverage and stuff. Um I mean, kickoff return, especially, like, the only thing they should be working on on kickoff return is how to fair catch. That's it, in my opinion. Looking at the numbers, nobody should ever be returning kickoffs, period. So, yeah, they they worked on that a little bit today. They've worked on punting. uh, You know, um, Max Fletcher is a dramatic, it's a dramatically wide gap between him and the two other walk on punters that they brought in. I mean, it's not even close. Uh, he obviously has to improve. You know, and I, I'm just out there like clocking hang time. You know, he's four and a half seconds, 5.2 seconds you know, on most of them. Uh, but the thing with Max is he has got to be, he can check the ball up, but the ball has to go. You know, the right amount of yardage. It doesn't need to go through the back of the end zone and it doesn't need to go 28 yards when you're at the 49 yard line. <laughs> um, that's been the leg is not the problem with him at all or checking the ball up. It's just the consistency was really poor last year. So he's got to improve as a punter. I mean, that's in this league when you're talking about games being decided by uh, a field goal or a point all the time. I mean, field position, punting, that's that's a big, important part of the game. Got to be more consistent.
1: Are you seeing much of Cam at all?
4: Cam Little? I mean, I'm trying to think. I don't know that I've seen Cam Little kick a field goal. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I've seen him. I mean, I know he's out there. I mean, I've seen him out there. I, I just don't. I don't recall. I know we all okay, have confidence okay, okay. in him. I'm just asking. I was just, yeah.
1: Just checking on him. Just checking on him. Uh, you mentioned Day Day a few moments ago, uh, which he missed all of last season.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Has his speed returned? Because you were talking about speed a few moments ago. Day Day can run.
4: Yeah, he can. Now I did see him get beat on it on a deep pass today, uh, but he was right there. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he was he was keeping up with the wide receiver. Uh, but this, like I said, this is the most I've seen him do in a very long time. He did just a little bit of stuff the other day, uh, but this is the first time I've seen him out there in, in a team setting. And you know, again, they weren't in full pads. I, I don't know if that means he's going to scrimmage. He wasn't wearing a brace or anything. Um, so it kind of makes me think that maybe they'll throw him out there and let him let him get some action. I'm interested interested to see what they they do with him. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna get their best five defensive backs out on the field, you know. And obviously you've got um, you know Lorando Johnson, New, Newtie Mcleodern, uh, Quincy McAdoo. You know, you got three corners you feel really good about. Do you even have two safeties you feel really good about? Maybe Hudson Clark who, you know, needs to add a little bit of weight. Al Walcott, probably going to play nickel. Uh, but I would be interested to see if they maybe shift him over there. Of course, at the same time, you know, you, you just – those spots are so much – you know, there's so much – and it really helps you to know all the spot, all the positions, and they work guys at different different places. But, you know, last year – the, the reason I'm saying this is so I'm thinking, like, if you move a guy to safety – you know then what's your situation at cornerback if you have an injury or something as we saw last year but I mean these guys can pretty pretty easily shift around week to week I mean you could put Hudson Clark back at cornerback if you absolutely had to you know you could you can move things around as long as those guys work different spots so, uh, but I'm interested to see like what's their best five who are who are their five best defensive backs um, yeah, and I guess we probably won't know that until the fall.
1: I guess the question then, do they have enough depth back there in the event, heaven forbid, of as many injuries that hit the secondary as it was last year?
4: They do at cornerback. I, I feel pretty good about their situation at cornerback. And, you know, last year, last four games when uh, Quincy started, uh, you know, and had a couple interceptions, Nudy had four on the year also, I didn't think the corners were – The major problem as to why Arkansas gave up more passing yardage than any other team in the entire country Uh, I thought a lot of it was on safeties and nickels And you know those obviously had a lot of injuries at those spots uh, last year as well So cornerback I mean Lorando Johnson, Ladarius Bishop, Quincy McAdoo, Dwight McLaughlin I mean that's a pretty good foursome right there And you have Jalen Braxton the top rated recruit in the class um, now shifting over to safety, uh, I think it gets a little scarier to play a freshman in a key role at safety versus, you know, playing at cornerback. You just you're kind of that last line of defense um, as a safety. And Yeah, I, I, I've said it before, Randy. They need to go into the transfer portal and get a couple of safeties. That's the bottom line. I hope that is the
1: answer. All right, Drake. We will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of Hawksports.com, being brought to you by Asher Records Service Company. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Up next, Chris Turnage, our NFL agent and guru. Drive Time Sports will continue.
5: Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report. Every weekday with Justin and Wes on the zone. Brought to you by Big O Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. Get ready for the Harlem Globetrotters 2023 World Tour. Presented by Jersey Mike Subs. All new. Non-stop action. Amazing basketball skills and more. Don't miss the Globetrotters at Simmons Bank Arena on April 7th. Go to HarlemGlobetrotters.com.
6: Hennard Foothills Equipment in Circe has been selling and servicing Kubota equipment since 1991. Achieving Kubota's elite status to the service department and the years of experience throughout the dealership are just some of the reasons to choose Hennard. Hennard Foothills Equipment in Cersei, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. It's the Grand Opening Extravaganza Saturday at Luxury Pool and Spa at their new location on Stanford Road in Conway. Stop by from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Saturday during the Grand Opening and register to win a Pentair salt system, in-ground pool cleaner, or a Pentair variable speed pump. Luxury Pool and Spa will also have 20% off pool and spa chemicals along with 15% off accessories and toys. Food and fun Saturday 9 to 2 during the Grand Opening of Luxury Pool and Spa on Stanford Road in Conway. Online at LuxuryPoolArkansas.com Live the life of luxury with Luxury Pool and
5: today on hey culligan how smart is your water here's tracy hey culligan i think my water might be dumb good news tracy your water's not dumb it's just not talking to you you can make my water talk no but the new culligan smart drinking water system can talk to your phone to tell you when your water filters need changing and help you meet drinking water goals now that's some brilliant h2o you said it tracy and we're already on the way let us help you out with a free in home water test with the local Culligan Water Expert at Culligan.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack.
2: We've been trying to reach you about the extended warranty on the car
5: you haven't owned for six years. Are you tired of these calls? Ever wonder how they started? There's a good chance when you bought that car, the dealer sold your info to a third party. Things aren't that way at Watney Buick GMC. Protecting your privacy is just one of our promises to you. You'll even get it in writing. Right now, take advantage of 2.9% on Sierra 1500. Equipped with the new Duramax engine. With more available tools... And better mileage than the 5.3. New Buicks with no payments for 90 days. Guadney, Buick, GMC. Great rates, delayed payments, and no robocalls.
2: Hello? Your extended warranty is about to expire.
5: Take me off your list. I'm trading at Guadney. 5700 Lander's Road in North Little Rock. Call 945-4444. GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Guatney for Buick, Guatney for GMC, Guatney for life. All offers for the proof credit.
0: Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish Studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed Catfish Dinners. Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater of the Buzz Radio Network.
1: One of the advantages of moving back to Little Rock puts me that much closer to the Riverfront Steakhouse. That's right. Uh, They'll be seeing quite a bit of me now that I'm back in the Rock. And especially especially to take advantage of what I think is the greatest deal of all time. And that is the two for $60, dinner for two for $60, the chef special. That includes that fantastic 10-ounce filet plus four. Count them, four. I always add four more. But for the juicy, jumbo fried shrimp that is the Frank Fletcher special add to that the Worcestershire sauce you have got a outstanding combination and then well actually I didn't start where I should have started that's with the Riverfront Salad Bar that's the best in the South maybe the best in America and you've got so many different options to choose from and it's a meal into itself that's a 1295 value per person to begin with. So that's roughly, what, $26 right there of your $60 that is just part of your meal. And then you throw in the, I say throw in, but then you get to choose from the side items, whether it's the bocce fried rice, the onion rings, the mashed potatoes, the spinach supreme, the french fries, the zucchini, the sauteed mushrooms, and then you got the famous riverfront baked potato thing the size of an NFL football. i got to tell you, folks, it is the best deal going. And when you're talking about a 10-ounce filet that's cooked to perfection, that melts in your mouth, you don't even hardly need a knife, that is the type of deal I'm talking about that may be the best ever. It is a perfect night, and it's a perfect way to treat that special person or maybe to impress somebody. Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock make sure you get a reservation 501-371-9000 open tonight Friday and Saturday nights that's the Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock well let's see I'm seeing a blank line there where I should be seeing Chris Turnage so hopefully we'll see Chris here in a moment I, I I don't know why He's not here at the moment, but uh, hopefully he'll join us here in a well, few I hope seconds. Well, so too,
7: because
1: yep. we always have good NFL questions for him. So. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to these, so I'll ask them to you, Rick. Okay. From our Asher Record Service company, Life and Feedback. Night Vision said, play the ABC News music. Breaking news. Saracen has posted the odds on potential leagues where Rick may land. 100 uh, to 1 odds. The Rose Colored Glasses League. 50 to 1 odds. The Navy Mike School of Ridiculousness. 10 to 1 odds. The Extraordinary League of Distinguished uh, Geniuses. And the odds on favor on the league that Rick may be drafted to at 2 to 1 odds is the Listen Here, Mr. Academy.
3: Yeah, that one on Genius, that's a 1,000-to-one on that one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then Savage says, as Trey, should Sam Pittman hold the hype on the wide receiver group? I didn't know he was really hyping up that group.
3: I think he's talked quite a bit about them, and uh, evidently Satania had a really good day on Tuesday, and a couple of the newcomers, and yeah, Sam has talked very glowingly of them. You know, it helps. What comes first? the really good quarterback or the really good receivers so arkansas has had good receivers and kj jefferson developed into a good quarterback now they've got kj jefferson was that the lure to these receivers that came into the program of course three freshmen last year and then three transfers in this year was that because jefferson was here and when he's gone you know, hopefully the receivers will be here. Maybe one of the quarterbacks on campus will replace him. I know uh, Trey certainly thinks so. But regardless of that, does that bring you another good quarterback? <laughs> because you've got good receivers. So which comes first? And maybe that's why he's bragging on the receivers, is to build their confidence up because you got KJ, and then maybe that helps the backup
1: quarterbacks to develop a little bit faster as well. What do you think? I think that's an interesting question. Uh, maybe that's why Pickskin would like to see Air Nolan, who would provide depth after KJ leaves. He's quite a prospect. He's got a lot of big name schools that are pursuing Air Nolan, but it looks like Arkansas right now is in his top seven. So we'll see. We are now joined by the NFL agent and guru, himself, Chris Turnage. What's up, buddy?
7: Hey, guys. How are you?
1: I wanted to ask you, uh, how much value does the pro days that are being held on campuses all throughout the country, how much does that really impact a player uh, towards the NFL? I I guess I could use this example. We'd never heard of it before, but Matt Landers... He not only was at Arkansas's Pro Day, but before that, he was at Georgia's Pro Day. So, obviously, Matt Landers considers these Pro Days to be pretty important.
7: No, they, they are. I mean, they're, they're really, really important and an important piece of the puzzle um, as these NFL teams come through. And I've been, I'm still on the road right now, I've been at six of them in the last two weeks, um, bouncing around from Penn wow. State to Oklahoma State, um, and so... It's a, it's a really, really important deal because the scouts get to see him in person. They really kind of get to say... Because, you know, at the Combine, they'll interview him some, but they don't, they're don't they not extremely close in the field. Here, they're standing right by him on the field. They can put him through kind of the stuff they want to see. So sometimes you'll have coaches come as well, position coaches, put him through the drills to see if he's a fit, that particular player. So it can absolutely, you know, help a guy's stock. Conversely, it can, it can hurt a guy's stock quite a bit. Um, and, you know, you mentioned Matt Landers. The rules are basically... They can participate in the pro day in the state they went to high school or the state they went to college in, and that's it. So theoretically, you couldn't have Matt Landers go to Penn State, um, you know, be able to up there, but since he, mm-hmm. he's from Georgia um, and then obviously played there previously at, at a stop, you know, before Toledo. So he uh, he was able to participate in that. Um, it, but it, it's a it's a valuable process for the scouts to see it again in person, and, and I've seen a lot of guys move up, you know, because of their pro day, and, and some move down because they don't have – as good of one so it it is a very very important piece to that draft puzzle
3: by the way Randy we we learned that Landers was at the pro day at Georgia because Georgia's quarterback asked him to come he said he needed somebody to throw to Hmm. and so they were still buddies and that's why he went he he was not gonna go to Georgia's pro day because uh, to impress the scouts he went strictly for his friend the, the quarterback got you makes sense so what do you hear about Arkansas's pro day yesterday Chris
7: you know, I uh, I didn't get all the numbers yet back uh, from the scouts. Most of the time when I'm there, then uh, I can get them kind of on site. And, and I don't have a race back this year, so I wasn't there. But um, but you know, there was there was I heard just some rumblings, a little bit, some good things come out, um, you know, about some of those guys. And you know, one of the big question marks was what what uh, Drew Sanders was going to run um, prior to the pro day. And so um, I think that that question has you know been answered. Obviously, I think some teams want him a little bit faster, but I think he showed. Um, sufficient speed for sure. If if a team wants to play in you know middle linebacker, and so uh, again you know Matt Lanier had a great combine, that came down to helped solidify that um, at pro day as well. So I, I think you know overall it sounded like it was pretty good. Um, and, and again, I'll, I'll, I'll have the official numbers for next week to be able to talk to you guys and kind of go through that, but uh, but I don't I don't have those yet.
1: Well, then I, I w- I'll ask this: uh, Bijan Jackson and Martrell Spate both. <laughs> Went through the pro day at Arkansas. What were they hoping to accomplish?
7: You know, it's uh, it's kind of hanging on to that final hope of <laughs> hey, maybe I can a team see something they like in me, and I still can go another year or two, uh, even though I've been out for a little while. And They're obviously, you know, past uh, past some of the NFL prime, so to speak. And, and usually, the rules come for NFL is if you're out for two years, you're kind of out of sight, out of mind at that point, and so it's very, very difficult to like. University of Missouri, um, if you remember Shane Ray, who played at Missouri, he was a first-round pick, um, has been out of the league for three years. He participated in their pro day this year, um, which was mm. um, on the 24th. And so, uh, you see some of these former players try to come back and think, hey, I've got one more one more chance in it, maybe. Maybe a scout will see something they like and, and uh, will want to sign me to a lucrative contract. Um, you know, the minimum next year is going to be $865,000. Um, so, it's the hope of, hey, if somebody Somebody sees me and wants to uh, to sign me. That's a that's a, a good minimum, but it's a it's very much a long shot. Not just for those two guys that you mentioned, um, Randy but just in general, when you have a guy that's been out, you know, come back to do a pro day, it's a it's a long shot that they, they get another chance.
3: Is free agency is free agent signing is that about over in the NFL? We've seen so much movement there. Is there still some more of that to come?
7: So you'll usually see a pause, Rick. You know, about now till the draft, because now teams are kind of saying, "Hey, let's." Let's not sign anybody else. Let's see what happens in the draft. Mm-hmm. However, you, you could see a few little signings here or there, um, but the, the mad rush is done predominantly by now. And you're going to see most teams stand pat uh, to see to see then kind of what happens in the draft you know, again, and then where they need to address their needs. Um, you know, through the, some of the free agents that are still left on the street.
3: I'm probably the only human being in America that doesn't know the answer to this question. But when is the draft? <laughs>
7: I bet you're not the only one. Maybe one or two others out there. Um, so it's the uh, the end of April, uh, the very April. The last.
1: It is the 26th yeah.
7: last week. Okay. Yep. Yeah, the Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So the first round will be on that Thursday, and the Friday second round will be Friday. Second, third will be Friday, and then uh, third through seventh, um, and under after free agency will be on Saturday.
3: Okay. Do you think so before, about a month away? Do you think before the draft? You said a lot of people are holding off that you could still trade, but do you think before the draft? Aaron Rodgers will be a New York Jet.
7: Uh, I do, I do. Yeah, I think before the draft you'll see, um, you'll see them kind of work out on something, and it's kind of interesting because right now both teams really think they have the leverage. The Packers are saying we have the leverage because we know you're already committed to Aaron Rodgers and you really want him, and the Jets are saying, well, we have the leverage because if you keep Aaron Rodgers, you're about to have to pay in fifty million dollars guaranteed mm-hmm. um, coming up pretty soon. So both teams kind of think they have the, the maximum leverage in the situation. Um, I do think they'll eventually get it worked out, and you know he'll be a Jet before the draft. I do believe that.
1: What do you think the holdup is, Chris?
7: I think it's the Packers are asking for at least two first-round picks and another pick, and the Jets are saying, we don't want to do that much. Aaron Rodgers is already not playing for you guys. You know that. We know you're not going to keep him and Jordan Love again, so you're going to get rid of him. And so we're not paying the premium that you're asking. You know, I think that's kind of the holdup, basically.
3: If he has a typical Aaron Rodgers year, is are the Jets good enough right now that he could get them close to the Super Bowl, if not there?
7: I think so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you look back if if uh, you know Rex Ryan can get them there with Mark Sanchez a quarterback. Uh, I think you know for the AFC Championship game, I think absolutely uh, with Aaron Rodgers, I think they're they're close enough to be AFC Championship, if not you know Super Bowl, um, that they've got a really really good good young defense they've got some good offensive weapons and then you put Aaron Rodgers in the mix I think it helps
1: hang on Chris we got one more segment with you that is Chris Turnage our NFL agent and guru Rick Schaefer I'm Randy Rainwater Drive Time Sports will continue
5: brokers presents first team all-american and bb native hannah Gamble when she joins morning mayhem every tuesday on 103.7 the buzz fence brokers going the extra mile consider yourself a bourbon connoisseur at twin peaks they're proud to offer an exclusive and extensive collection of some incredibly rare bourbons whiskeys and tequilas plus check out their barrel selects handpicked by the twin peaks team and bottled just for you cheers
1: in a red
3: river ram the days of no inventory and no discount is over because we've got your new Ram 1500 Bighorn truck starting at $8,000
4: off MSRP. Brian Mitch said $8,000 off. Why does he do this?
3: I tell him, ask me first for you to do something crazy like that. So, for the largest
5: inventory in the state, the biggest discounts around, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Or check us out on the web at redriverram.com. They're in Ram Truck Month. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. New Yorker Jim Couch just turned 92 years old. Back in 1959, he saw a gangly young man working on a hook shot. The kid wasn't very skilled, but Couch worked with him every afternoon at the park at 4 o'clock. The 13-year-old was never late, and he worked hard and listened closely. Couch said after about a year, he was pretty good. The young man's name? Al Alcindor, or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as everyone else knows him, who would go down as one of basketball's all-time greatest players. His patented skyhook was called by LeBron James the most unguardable shot in NBA history. That's the fact, Jack. Come on over this week to Double Beast for a skyhook of your own, for a refreshing beverage, a delicious snack, or a quick pit stop. Double Beast. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Roger Scott for Gravely Moors. Working hard once again, making sure my lawn is lush, weed-free, and beautiful. By working hard, I mean, of course, I'm
1: watching Bradley Owens mow it for me. Bradley, tell the good folks hello. Well, hello. That's enough right there, my good man, pay attention, you missed a spot. What he didn't tell you is that you can take your very own Gravely Moor home today at 0% interest over 48 months. That's right, 0% interest on both residential
5: and commercial moors. Now, Bradley, tell them where you can go get your very own Gravely Moor. Well, you can. I'll finish it for you at Chapel Hardware in Palm Bluff or Hoco Turf in Road. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com.
0: This is Paul
5: Sr. of Orange County Choppers. In my shop, people don't mess with me. When someone gets out of line, I don't let them get away with it. Neither do we. After a motorcycle crash, the insurance companies know Rainwater Holt the doesn't back down. We don't let the insurance companies push you around
4: and you shouldn't either. Trust me, these guys don't mess around. Motorcycle crash? Call
6: Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Anywhere in the state, dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton.
0: Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network.
1: Drive Time Sports, Chandabuzz Radio Network, Rick Schaefer. I'm Randy Rainwater. We'll be joined in a moment again by Chris Turnage, our NFL agent and guru. The Riverfront Steakhouse has the hottest deal in town. Two for 60 bucks. That's the Great Steak Special. That includes the famous Riverfront 10-ounce filet for Juicy jumbo fried shrimp that you can share and two of the Riverfront Steakhouse sides. And if you're not familiar with the baked potato it's basically almost a meal by itself. And it also includes the Riverfront Salad Bar. The largest salad bar in Central Arkansas in the South in the United States. Over 30 items include the baby shrimp, pastas and all the fresh vegetables and salad toppings all this for just sixty dollars perfect deal great deal so for the perfect date night for two come to the riverfront steakhouse a Wyndham hotel in north little rock the riverfront steakhouse open thursday friday saturday nights reservations are recommended call 501 ask for william r shapur and make your reservations today Let's talk again with our NFL agent and guru, that is Chris Turnage. All right, I'll ask you before Rick does, because I know he's dying to ask you this. Uh, Lamar Jackson, is anyone going to take the bait? I mean, it looks like that, uh, I mean, the talking about leverage, rather than being with Lamar Jackson, I think it's with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they can set back, they've already put the uh, restricted, or whatever it's called, uh, tag on him, so franchise tag. So it's up to Lamar to make a deal. But I don't think teams right now are wild about having to give up those two first round draft picks for uh, Lamar. Well, Jackson. I
7: think it's that, yeah, and the combination of you know he's asking for a fully guaranteed contract. So it's like, do we go give him two hundred million guaranteed, give up two first round picks,
1: bigger uh, than the Sean you know, Watson contract? He wants it bigger than exactly De- Watson's contract.
7: Yeah. And, and, you know, think about it again, guys. We talked about this at one point. I mean, he he doesn't have an agent. So, can you imagine, you know, Lamar Jackson, hey, call Chris Ballard up, the GM of the Colts. Hey, Chris, are, are you going to give me a deal? I, you know, I'd like to come play for you. Um, that's <laughs> never talked to him before. You know, doesn't know him. It's a, That's really a, a, hard, a hard thing to do. And so, I mean, I think you're seeing that contributing to the situation. But, again, also the fact that he's he doesn't he doesn't know some of the structure of the contract. He just said, I want fully guaranteed. Well, there's one or two ways you could kind of structure that and get creative with a team, and it would still effectively be fully guaranteed, even though it wouldn't necessarily be classified as that at signing. And so, um, you know, from what I've heard, he's just telling teams, i want fully guaranteed. And then if they say no, it's not happening. So it's it's a really, really unique situation. I think he's either, you know, back with the Ravens. I'd be shocked if he sits out and passes up on $37 million next year. Um, But, you know, crazier things have happened. And I don't know if you guys saw the story, but last week there was one of his business associates that were calling NFL teams on Lamar's behalf and the NFL PA sent out a memo to teams to remind them, you can't negotiate with anybody else other than Lamar Jackson or a certified agent. And they could lose a draft pick, They could get fined if they do so. And mm-hmm. so this guy was, was calling, you know, trying to try to get teams to offer him a contract on, on Lamar's behalf. And, uh, the NFL, you know, quashed it pretty quick. NFL PS, yeah, they quashed it pretty quick because of, you know, it's against the CBA. So it's a really interesting saga right now. And, again, you're just not seeing a lot of movement. But it's because there's, you know, part of the factor, I should say, is there's no one working in this corner really drumming up that interest with other teams. You know, Lamar, again, just kind of having to sit there and say, well, do I call this guy and just call him up? Hey, this, this, this is Lamar, you know. And so it's a, it's a really, really weird scenario.
3: Why do you think he's doing this without an agent when just about everybody else has one?
7: Yeah, I mean, 98% of the players have one, and, and, you know, I think initially he was trying to do it to save money, but it's kind of crazy because if an agent can't, you know, value themselves, the maximum is 3% that an agent can charge, he would command less than that because of his stature, and if, you know, the agent can't help you with 2% or 1%, whatever that number is, um, that agent's not doing a good job, so... Uh, I mean, he could absolutely make it back, and it's like, do you want 100% of 37 billion, or do you want 97% of, of 200 million? You know, mm-hmm. um, and so it's uh, it's now and now I think, you know, Rick, to your point, it's now more of just kind of pride to say, oh, I started this way, and I'm not I'm not giving again. You know, even though people say I need one, I should get one. Now it's kind of a, a pride thing, and I'm just not going to give into it. Um, so it's uh, it's kind of a, a really a really crazy situation. I liken it to. You know, a a court case, you can certainly represent yourself, but would you rather have an attorney that knows the proper documents to file, knows the judge, knows the prosecutor, whatever the case might be, and, you know, really makes that process smoother, and that's kind of what what he's facing right now.
3: Mm. So I read where the Cowboys didn't offer Ezekiel Hmm. Elliott a contract because they didn't want to insult him. Now, you know, they could offer me about 10% of what he was making. (laughs) I wouldn't feel insulted at all, but I get it. You know, he's been a good player. Where do you think he ends up?
7: You know, that's an interesting situation, and that's one that I think might not be get resolved until after the draft. Um, you know, a team, and obviously there's been rumors of Philadelphia. There's been rumors of, of a few other places. Um, you know, again, I think a lot of it depends on if Philadelphia happens. I've seen some mock drafts where Philadelphia gets to be John Jackson from Texas. If they get him, they're not going to be in the Dick Elliott market at all.
1: No, if they have to right. get him the
7: draft. And so. Um, it's really hard to speculate right now. Um, and, and, again, the question is how much do we pay for a back that's been injured the last couple of years? That's obviously getting up in age, especially for a running back. How much does a team pay? And, and right now, from what I'm hearing, that's lower than what Ezekiel Elliott and his, you know, his camp want. So he'll end up somewhere. He'll play in the NFL next year, absolutely. Um, and I don't, I don't know where yet, so that's a good, a good question.
3: If he's healthy, is he, is he still a quality back?
7: Do what? I'm sorry. What was that? Rick? If,
3: he, if he's healthy, is he still a quality running back?
7: Yeah, I think he's still quality running back. I don't think he's going to be your number one work 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 horse anymore. Where he's going to go get you 1,200 yards a season. But I think he can easily come in and get you six seven hundred yards and you know six seven touchdowns and to kind of be that that short yardage goal line back.
1: Back to Lamar Jackson. This this kind of mystifies me because okay, he's got the tag on him for this year let's say nothing he can't get a contract with anyone so he ends up staying with baltimore does this not hurt him uh even greater in the next year's negotiation because is he not a year older and i would think that would work against a guy like lamar jackson He is,
7: yeah he is and especially if he gets injured again yeah now, if he plays the season healthy then you know maybe not as much um he'll he'll kind of have a little bit more leverage next year because if if they want to tag him twice, two years in a row, um, it's got to go up 120% of this year's salary, um, or, you know, 120% total. Um, And so, I mean, he would get a pretty nice paycheck, which, again, you know, that's what Kirk Cousins did with Washington. He played on a tag back-to-back years and ended up making, you know, over $50 million in those two years um, as a result of that. So, I mean, you know, If he gets hurt, it absolutely will devastate his leverage, Randy. If he ends up, you know, playing and missing five or six games again, then that absolutely kills his leverage. And he's a year older, like you said. And if he goes through and plays all all the games healthy and and looks good, then, you know, you'd you'd see some of that go back to Lamar Jackson in terms of leverage.
1: Hmm. All right, we got Big Papa real quick. Big Papa, you got a question or comment for Chris?
7: Oh, yes. Chris, uh, I just wanted to, did did, did y'all know that Roger Staubach never had an agent. Roger um, Staubach. I don't know that one hundred percent. I believe he did. Uh, my recollection no, is, I had he did an at an one a- point. A- his no, do Roger what? never had an eight? A- you know, he he worked all his deals himself. Uh, so this Lamar Jackson is is, is, is is it's it's no different. You know, it's just a new day and a new time. But uh, different day. Roger, yeah. he, a lot out. more
1: but money. Roger.
7: Yeah, yeah R- Roger, did a lot more money. But Roger, ne- uh, he never had a he never had a, a so yeah, well, that's, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I was thinking he had one at one point in his career. So that's interesting. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. I mean, there have been players that have certainly done it. Um, it's just the uh, the minority percentage of players because of again the knowledge, the connection, the relationships, um, those kind of things. But yeah, absolutely, there there have been players that have done it and and you know been been fine with it.
1: Well, the money that uh, Lamar Jackson is. I don't think Roger Staubach could have ever dreamed of that kind of money.
3: (laughs) No. Exactly.
1: That wasn't I mean, if you made a million dollars back then a year, you Uh, were. I'm not sure anybody did. I'm not sure anybody did back at that time. All right, Chris. Always a pleasure. Look forward to talking with you next week. That is our NFL agent and guru, better known as Chris Turnage. Coming up next, we're going to visit with Frank Fletcher. The Arkansas Derby coming up this weekend.
5: It's Justin Avery for my friends at Certa Pro Painters. You know that each Certa Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated, and you can schedule your free estimate at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C. In my personal experience, you're not going to have a better painting project handled than with Certa Pro. You want to get the job done right, then let them handle it. For your home, for your business, inside or out, it doesn't matter what time of year, you want somebody who's going to take care of your painting.